Tom here. Welcome back to Owl Celebrates Learning, a podcast that features the stories of students from the owl community. Today we will hear from Alice about migration that has come up as a result of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Hey listeners, today we're talking about the country that's been in all our hearts and our minds for over a year now. Where you can see beautiful architecture and where Western European and Russian culture clash while still having a culture of its own, I am talking about Ukraine. Before Ukraine gained independence, it used to be a part of the Soviet Union. But even after the disbandment of the Soviet Union, Russia didn't quite accept losing a country as valuable as Ukraine. This and the buildup of military near each other is what eventually sparked Russia's invasion of Ukraine, February 24, 2022. This left about 5,914,000 Ukrainians internally displaced. A huge wave of immigration from Ukraine started. Millions of Ukrainian refugees fleeing the neighboring countries like Hungary, Moldova, and Romania for safety. Poland taking the lead with 1,564,741 refugees. But another country started to rise higher, having almost twice as many Ukrainian refugees as Poland. It was none other than Russia. Suddenly, there's a huge wave of Ukrainians entering Russia. This fact really made me think twice. I mean, Poland makes sense because they're not enemies. But why are so many Ukrainians ending up in Russia, the very country that's invading them? Well, several Ukrainians who live on the eastern side of Ukraine went to Russia as a faster way to travel to Europe. But for eastern Ukraine, Russian is one of the main languages in that area, second only to Ukrainian itself. These are some reasons why Russia was a huge destination of Ukrainian migration even before the war. And many Ukrainians who live close enough work in Russia. Thus, another poll factor, jobs. The ability to speak Russian and the possibility of a job, special payment, and citizenship is what led some to Russia. For some, they felt more at home in Russia after feeling abandoned by their government when the war first began. That was an interview I found on Real Reporter of two Ukrainian refugees named Ovoya and Sevtlana, whose hometown Kherson fell within the first week of the invasion. With no car and no official statement of evacuation from the mainstream social media or Ukrainian news channels they had access to, they made their way to Russia. But unlike Aloya, Sevtlana, and other Ukrainians who willingly went to Russia, the majority are victims of forced migration. Millions of Ukrainian civilians have been sent to Russia against their will. Many were threatened to be executed, or they were even tricked into going to Russia when they thought they were going to Ukraine-controlled territory. But either way, they all ended up in filtration camps, where their fate is decided by Russians. Where they are abused and interrogated, phones taken and searched thoroughly for any sign of support in Ukraine. Not only are phones taken, but they also take biometric data too. Families get separated and might not ever see each other again. There have even been reports of torture and killings. These filtration camps are even considered similar to the traumatic concentration camps of World War II. For all those Ukrainians who fled to Russia, voluntarily or involuntarily, might not be able to go back home, out of the fear of being branded as traitors for living under the enemy. Despite the horrible actions Russians have done to Ukrainian refugees, there's still hope for those trying to leave Russia. There are even individual Russian citizens doing what they can to help. Chains of Russian volunteers who are against the war have been guiding Ukrainians across Russia, station by station, until they're out. They provide resources like food, water, and walking shoes for those who need it as well. That's it for today's episode. I hope you all learned something new, and let's keep Ukraine in our hearts. Thanks for listening!
Thank you, Alice, for this important perspective on this war. I hope that a peaceful conclusion to this war can come about quickly. If you are interested in hearing more stories like these, please subscribe to the podcast, and if you like what you hear, share it with other podcast lovers you know. Positive reviews are always appreciated as well. If interested, you can find other quality work at owlcelebrateslearning.com, such as publications and documentaries. Reach out to the channel at owlcelebrateslearning at gmail.com. Thanks again to Gabe Z for the intro and outro music we are using this season. Insert snappy closing statement here.